This multi-life we live is nothing but a farce. It stems from us losing ourselves in the chaotic world we live. It stems from slavery. Our ancestors were forced to remove their cultures and traditions from their lips. They were forced to cut their power. Their slave masters needed to understand what they were saying so they were forced to be less than. They needed to conform. They, upon gaining freedom, taught their children to conform. Their children taught their children to do the same. The cycle continued and flowers of deceit and loss of self was tended to perfectly. Welcome to Love in Black with Kareen Latoya. Big welcome to episode 11. Man, we've been doing well, guys. We've been doing well. I'm proud of you for returning give yourself a big round of applause and i appreciate you do know that and i'm proud of me for doing this like 11 weeks wow (laughs) i can't believe it i can't i really can't believe it but we continue to move and grow and yeah I do really, really appreciate you guys. We've got a guest. So, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna say, let's get to it. Let us get to it. See you on the other side, guys. That's what I want. All right, so just a big welcome to Lethal, because she's amazing, and because she's amazing. She's on this podcast, and why not? Why not have a beautiful queen with a beautiful heart on this podcast with me? So today we are going to be talking about how to resolve the pandemic within ourselves. You can marinate on that, let that sink in, have a think about what it means to you, Obviously, you're going to get my opinions. You're going to get Lethal's opinions on this. Um, But just think about it. How to resolve the pandemic within ourselves. So for those of you who don't do the whole self-reflecting thing, you're going to be doing that today. And you're starting now. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining me, sis. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. I need to turn that into a whole jingle. <laughs> Every time I have a like have a guest, I should just have a jingle for that. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so before we go into any and everything, first thing is tell the people who you are, what you do. For sure. So my legal name is quite long, y'all. Is Claire Armony Stephanie Blaine. Um I was born in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, 
I currently reside in Columbia, Maryland. I have been here ever since the age of one. Before I came to Columbia, I did live in New York with my family. So that's why if you ever hear like that accent, used to go there every year as a kid, you know? Um, and I, I'm a poet. I've been a poet for over like 11 years. And I love saying that because a lot of people are just like, but you have a baby face. I'm like, okay, black don't crack over here. <laughs> so <laughs> um, been doing that, finding my voice. It's a beautiful thing. Um, using my work to necessarily help those who have been silenced by society and necessarily talking about my experiences through expressive spoken word. And that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yes, I'm about that. I am about that. That's nice. So, the people don't know this. You didn't even say this. You got a book. A book which literally just landed like three days ago. Three whole days ago. So, let me try and get the name of the book right. I was to write this down. I wrote it down. I'm hoping I wrote it down properly. I should have double checked. But here we go. No capping. Don't test Africa. A worldwide message. Yes. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. Yo. All right. You're going to have to break that all down. Bit by bit by bit. No capping. Don't test Africa. A worldwide message. Oh, my gosh. So... In the States, there's this term, you know, love our people. We always create these unique terms to explain certain things, right? So capping is pretty much the same thing as flexing, frauding, just not being real to your true self. Um, and that's like the beginning of the book, right? Necessarily dealing with like this imposter syndrome, this, this thing where it's just negating you from being your true self or accepting your authentic self, right? And then don't test Africa. I feel like from what we have been taught in the school system, we've always neglected the resources, the abundance of Africa and what it has given to the world, right? Mm. And necessarily when you're, when you're negated from who you are and you're um, recentered or placed in a space that's not meant for you, it's a borrowed space to confuse you. So you're grounded in this like mindset and I guess ideology that's foreign to you. That's not meant to serve you, but meant to make you be in servitude to a different power or group of people. Mm. So that don't test Africa is just like, look, Africa is where civilization, humanity has started. Do mm. not test it because it would stand like the ages of time, you know, everything comes from Africa. And we have to really start looking towards that as a point of reference, especially if you are an African descendant, you can't look towards Europe and think that they're going to have the tools to help you out with uh, necessarily solving the issues that you're dealing with now. No, it's not going to happen. You know, and then a worldwide message is because there's Africans throughout the entire world. So I have to address the diasporans, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the breakdown of the title. <laughs> I'm ready for this book. I'm ready to receive my copy. I'm just saying. Um, when it's all, you know, you're not in the same country and there's lockdown, it's going to take a little while longer for me to get my hand in it. But I'll wait. I will be patient. 
because patience is a virtue, supposedly. <laughs> so I'm going to exercise that muscle. I'm going to flex that muscle, exercise it real well. Like, be patient, child. Be and patient. That's why I have it in three different like formats. So I have the audiobook, digital, and print. Mm. Cool caveat about the audiobook, you know, since it's already out there, there's nine poems on the audiobook in comparison to the seven nope no 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 eight poems that you guys are getting with the digital and the print mm. so y'all y'all getting all these extras you know i mean that's love that is love like <laughs> you people are lucky randall for that additional piece that he wanted me to add in for the audiobook shout out randall like nah i must even say like i i've said this for like previous um guests but i haven't even said it about you how we came in contact thank you instagram thank you i don't remember whose live it was which brought us together but it was someone's live and i really feel like it was from the first like earlier on during the lockdown like so compared to some people we go way back way back <laughs> the lockdown feels like such a lifetime like it feels like it's been years so the way how instagram's been set up and been moving like i feel like i've gotten to know people in like like i feel like we've been peoples for time <laughs> Like we've been friends for decades at least. <laughs> so that's that's literally it. When it comes down to it, like I feel like I've so far you are the third third American that I've had. And all of these connections were Instagram. So I am very grateful to Instagram. You know, sad to say that it's um COVID and lockdown which did this, however there is a blessing in destruction and you guys are my blessings in this destructive time. So, <laughs> oh man. So, all right, let's talk about this real quick because it is, all right, are we going to talk about that or are we going to, are we going to, are we going to, all right, we'll talk about this first. And then we'll move into, so we're slipping and sliding through two books right now. You lot are so lucky. You're so blessed. So last week you heard Akeem. He told us about him, you know, his business that he is running, his nonprofit with his young people, the work that he does. Um, the week before that and the week before that, you got excerpts from the book. You've got entries from my book, which I still haven't finished writing. I will finish writing this book. It's not just there for the fun of it. But you would have heard at the start of this episode, um, the excerpt which said, this multi-life we live is nothing but a farce. It stems from us losing ourselves in the chaotic world we live. It stems from slavery. Ancestors were forced to remove their cultures and traditions from their lips. They were forced to cut their power. Slave masters needed to understand what they were saying, so they were forced to be less than. They needed to conform. They, upon gaining freedom, taught their children to conform. Their children taught their children to do the same. 
and the cycle continued and flowers of deceit and loss of self was tended to perfectly. So the reason I went back to that is because Lethal also said something when she was talking about her book, when she was breaking down the title of her book. So I'm going to ask you, what does it mean to be your true self? What does it mean to be true to yourself rather? I think when you've gotten to a point, um, mind, body, and soul, where you are comfortable with your authentic self, not your representatives that you show to different people when you're in, you know, in certain settings, you know, as people of African descent, we were used to putting on a mask each and every time we step outside of the house. I'm talking about the person beyond the mask who you truthfully are, who you're comfortable being, who you're not always allowing everyone to see. Mm -hmm. Your authentic self. You know? Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. And do you... All right, so I know I wrote this and whatever not, but do you agree... Would you say that it is true that we've... It's, it's because of slavery why we are now the way we are um, in regards to always trying to show someone else to the world. Like we've got about 10 million copies of ourselves. Would you say that it is to do with slavery? Um, what is it that caused us to be the perfect, um, perfect to lose? Um, no, that's not the word. Perfect magicians. Uh-huh. I forgot what complex it, complex it is. It's like, I think it deals with like being the star minority, right? Where it's just like when you're in, like living within a system that thrives off invalidating your humanity, eventually it's going to constantly, it's going to be this toxic ongoing generational cycle that every single generation is going to feel and act out on because it's a means of survival. It's like, if I don't do this, I may not see the light of day. So I think a lot of people necessarily assimilate with what's going on and just try to like figure out ways to be able to like, all right, cool. I'm going to deal with this in this type of way, but these small little movements are going to help me find some type of liberation or some people may just be comfortable with what, with what's going on. Sad mm -hmm. to say it's, it's some people's reality. And yeah, we, uh, when, uh, to be stuck in this. So before we even started recording, guys, Leafy and I, and I, and I, wow, the whole Jamaican wants to come out of me right now. Is that hand high? No, Leafy and I were talking about change, and even even before I had this conversation with Leafy, like people, not even change, but being willing to grow and just just to hear you say again about being stuck within and being happy with what's going on like it also brought me back to a conversation I was having where we were talking about Stockholm syndrome so ooh, just being content but not realizing that there is still that issue welling up within us so to be we're okay with it and that's quote-unquote okay like we're okay with it but in the same breath we're at war with ourselves and because we're at war with ourselves I feel like we're at war with people so like other people because 
they're not doing the things that we want them to do. So it's just like that battle there is just a whole different, whole different something, which now brings us into the title of this episode, how to resolve the pandemic within ourselves. See, I told you guys, we're going to come to it. I'm just hoping that you lot have something like which you can say, this is what I'm thinking about right now. (laughs) So how would you, how would you say that you would resolve the pandemic within yourself? Okay. For me, I have this quote that I love and it's an African proverb. If there is no enemy from within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Girl, you're going to need to write that down and send it to me. (laughs) I'll repeat it one more time for the people at the back. Got you. Me. If there is no enemy from within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Mm. It's deep, you know? Because when you think about it, like when you find that grounding, when you center yourself, when you know who you are, you know your true value and worth without the need of other people's validation, nobody can tell you anything. Some people look at it as arrogance or overly confidence, but it's just like, no, I feel like when we see people who look like us and they know who they are, we always try to throw these, you know, uh, derogatives towards them, these stigmas, these stereotypes, but it's just like, no, why can't we walk in our truth? And why is it that we see somebody like that? We want to sit there and like throw stones at them. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm taking this all the way back to slavery again. There is a quote from that my dad told me, and I'm hoping that I get this right now because I'm saying it out and it's going to be out there. Muta Veruka, um, he's got a radio station or a radio show that he does, but he's Jamaican. He's a, he's a poet as well. <laughs> How did that slip my mind? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but he said that um, slavery, like, our his slavery isn't the beginning of, beginning of our history it is the interruption of african history mm-hmm. because we don't know anything prior to slavery and with what you were saying it's a thing of i'm taking it all the way back to this interruption within our um cycle that was started to make us now feel like you know what I can't, I can't go any further than, and I've got to keep working within this, this position, this frame. So to learn about oneself and to not be able to know one's history, it impacts a whole lot. We don't, we don't know how to find our truth. We don't know what our truth is. We don't know how to find our power. We don't know what our true power was because there is that interruption in the system. There is that big divide between blacks as a whole. But I'm gonna hands down say, we've, we did do well with um, coming together. All 50 states in America, I think I saw something which said all 50 states in America, plus 18 countries came together for the protests the Black Lives Matter protest, which was happening um, because George Floyd's death triggered, triggered, that's what I'm going to put it down as, it triggered so 
many people. So it's not just the fact that so many of us witnessed his death, but it triggered something in so many people across the world that we finally said enough is enough. See me for who I am. But if we don't know how to walk in our power, if we can't walk in our power, then these things are going to keep happening. And then we're going to have the spike of moments that we come together, but we don't continually stick together. If we don't continuously stick together, then we're going to always have a problem. And it's because slavery's come in. Um, you had the issue with the um, slave owners coming in and ripping our families apart and the slave owners raping our men in front of our um, women. Like all of these things that's happened, so it stays within us um, over time because these cycles were never broken. So, yeah. (laughs) That's powerful. That's really powerful. And I think as a people, because of this of the powers that be, they want to continue oversaturating these slave narratives. They're never going to necessarily show us as kings and queens. And if they do, just like how they did with one of the movies, I think it was called Exodius. And in Egypt, they were just like, nah, that's not showing at all because none of the people look like the people that you have that are quote unquote kings and queens. They were all white and all the enslaved people were all black. And it's just like, it's stuff like this that Hollywood projects, Eurocentrum projects. So it's just like you constantly feel as though you are inferior to these other groups of other group of people. And it's just like, no, that's not the case. Your melanin does not determine how you should be valued or depicted in society. But sad to say, with what we're necessarily dealing with, and I, you know, I talk about this a lot in my poetry, like with capitalism, there always has to be a group that is oppressed. And there has to be an oppressor that reaps the benefits up from the door, from the oppressed. Yeah. So it's sad. It's so sad. But there is a plethora of information out there, but people really have to search for it. Mm. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I am in agreement all the way, all the way. And if, like, piggybacking on what you said, if we don't take the time out to seek all of this information that is there, what are we leaving our kids with? What are we, are we really leaving them with? Like, how can you say to a child, go out there and be great, when you yourself don't know how to be great? And it's like you have this turmoil, this rage, this whole thunderstorm that's happening inside of you, but you've never stopped. You've never stopped to figure out that weather system, like what is going on, which I need to change. General day-to-day life, we know that global warming is contributing to a lot of um, things that are happening here on Earth. So the weather messes up. Why, why is it still winter halfway through spring? Little things like this. And we know what to do. We know that we need to reduce, reuse, and recycle. <laughs> we, we know that we need to stop 
putting um, dashing plastic into oceans, even though I'm sure quite a lot of it doesn't just come from general day-to-day people going to the beaches and stuff. They're probably dumping stuff into the waters as it is. Um, so I've heard from an older person, not that much older, but old, older enough, wise words. <laughs> but if we can't fix up ourselves and really settle down and try and figure out what it is we need to do to balance our climate, our internal climate, then how do we expect to change? How do we expect to grow? Like we have little seeds in us to grow, but even though they're getting water, are these, is the soil covered with concrete? Like, is it covered with concrete or have we washed those seeds away is it still dirt and but with everything going on inside us like we've drowned it out what's going on mm. so yeah i feel i feel sorry for our generation well i feel sorry for blacks as a whole mm. because i feel like where you've got individuals who so supposedly know themselves and know their history they are still still putting others down how how can you be for change and for the the community when you're out there putting people down that it makes no sense when it comes to people like that and I will always tell people when it comes to setting your boundaries right if that person doesn't serve you the way you are serving them and it's not reciprocal and you both aren't growing in the same like capacity then it's just like you just need to leave certain people where they're at because they have reached their pinnacle in life and they are comfortable where they at and they are flatlining. Mm-hmm. Those people are comfortable and they feel as though they could project their insecurities onto other people and use their names as scapegoats because they don't want to take responsibility or have accountability for the things that they can't deal with inside. They have to project that outward because inward it's too much. So let me project it outward by blaming other people. Versus actually looking in and dealing with the real root of the issue. I was talking about that earlier as well. Like projecting, projecting, like to project on people. I didn't say it as well as you just did to say, like, you know, because of everything that's going on inside and it's too much on the inside, that's why we project. I didn't think about that. That is fact that is facts now that I know it that is gonna be a thought that's gonna ride with me it's gonna ride with me like all right so so far we're saying education as in educating oneself and dealing with the internal battles. Mm-hmm. So, so far, that's two ways to deal with this pandemic within. 
to resolve the pandemic within ourselves? What other ways are there? I feel like coming into who you are and finding your niche. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're always taught to work for other people, but we're never taught to really empower the gifts and talents that we can put out into the world. Mm -hmm. Um, As a creative, I'm always told, even by like my parents, like, well, ain't no money in 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 poetry what 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 you gonna do with that you know why don't you get a degree i mean i already got at this point almost three degrees and it's just like i'm using them in my own creative way but at the same time we don't push our people for ownership to Mm -hmm. become business owners to own property to own land we don't do that we treat we teach them to be like okay well you need to work for x y and z for x amount of years and then you can live off retirement and then you can do pensions assets whatever the case may be but it's just like that's not a life that's Mm -hmm. just servitude just looking differently than what it was back in the day of enslavement different terms for different things it's the same system it hasn't changed that's why when we see all this police brutality all these um rules and regulations and rights being taken away from people of color or just right now what we're going to really focus on african descendants um this has been historically the the narrative Mm -hmm. globally take away these people's rights really get them confused as to who they are what they can do so we can control their narrative yeah. if we can control their narrative and how they move they will never realize how great they are mm. so understand the talents that you have nobody else can sit there and tell you nothing about and go forth with that and it's not going to be easy you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable yes so i think that's another way Hmm. finding out what's your true talent and what you can give to the world it doesn't have to be you being the leader of something you can be behind the scenes and make a lot of impact behind certain movements you don't have to be the for in the forefront that is true that is true because tv programs they don't run without their producers you don't know who the producers are you don't know three quarters of the time you don't even know who's writing the script you don't know who's writing the scripts for that show so unless you know that person you'll be able to properly thank them now be the one to write your own script you're you're set you are set but where you're talking so coming into oneself and finding your niche and you're saying um we don't teach ownership I have my opinions. My my opinions always go back to slavery and it goes back to everything else after. But I want to know your opinions before I throw my opinions in there. For sure. Like when you grow up and all you see is people that don't look like you, because representation does matter, mm. um, teaching, entertaining, producing, consuming, when all you see is certain people being the the main figureheads, it, it really comes, it boils down to like, okay, well, maybe that wasn't meant for me to do because nobody that looks like me is within that field. Mm. Or 
maybe this wasn't meant for me because all the authority figures look a certain type of way they speak a certain type of way and I don't fit that Mm. it really messes up the psychology of people when they grow up in a system like that to not be able to be like okay maybe that's just not meant for me. maybe I was meant to work for the Joneses maybe Mm -hmm. I was meant to just kind of be okay with being submissive to this system and that's not the case like that's why it's so important it's it's kind of funny like I had the Sankofa bird on my front cover and it's important why why I did that and why in front of Africa because when you look back to Africa and you do your research you will see that we contribute to all the fields of humanity and civilization it all started there before Europe was even a thing Africa had so many civilizations kings and queens throwing off the financial wealth globally like man if we look at Mansa Musa stuff people like that that come from Africa but we we don't teach our youth that because they are brainwashed from K through 12 to learn about European history as if that's what it is that is the standard like that is the universal if it's not up there it's below it's subpar it's third world it's like no that's not the case because who's to sit there and say that they're superior when they were the last group of people to submerge in the world that doesn't make sense the youngest people are the 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 most superior how they bought that they forced themselves into power but like you mentioned sanko i love i absolutely love sanko for it is definitely one of the symbols which resonated with me the first time i heard about it i can't remember where i was and i was like oh what's this what does that mean and then someone else was like that right there is everything so for those of you who don't know who aren't aware of what the Sankofa is minus what it looks like and so on you may have seen it already actually but it's basically using your past to teach you for your future that's basic that's what it is point blank and it says even though that's what it says like using the past to help with your future even though it says simple as that it's so much deeper because it means that it's coming to force you to face up to some of the harsh realities, some of the harsh realities. But under those harsh realities, within those harsh realities are beautiful gems as well. Reading guys that when we say education and educating yourself and teaching and learning, it's not just because lethal is an educator it's not just because i used to work in education it's just because it's real this is what life is they've said that black people don't read let's prove them wrong let's prove them wrong let's start studying these things as though we are studying to pass a test within ourselves because that's what's happening i'm going to recommend a book right now it's when we ruled by robin walker that book goes into depth about so many things. Like it's such a thick book that I will read it one day. I promise you. There are so many things I've promised you guys. I need to listen, re-listen to past episodes to see what I've said that I'll do. Just I'll do them for you. I know I've got research to do anyway. But when we ruled and 
it's like not teaching ownership like what as i said like i've got my reasons that i've come to terms with and i've i've told myself enough times that these are the reasons slavery that interruption to african history right there is reason enough black wall street that hey rocky <laughs> if you guys heard i knew he was gonna bark i was waiting on it uh, that's that's lethal's dog guys don't worry we ain't being attacked he's just saying hi <laughs> but you know it's like oh man rocky really distracted me where was i black people don't read i've mentioned that why don't we ah africa um slavery wall street black wall street these things if you realize like every time we've been building up building up building up and we come to a certain point and they feel threatened by it they tear us back down i mentioned it in the episode about um self-sabotage where we focus on procrastination these are the reasons i feel like we procrastinate these are the reasons i feel we self-sabotage because we and as you were saying lack of representation because of all of these things it's hard to keep pushing hard to stay motivated so all right cool i know that the black wall street happened how can i push past that moment maybe we just need to be creating and developing in our own separate areas instead of trying to bring it all together because if we're all together they're going to try and kill us out if we do it all separately i'm telling you it's going to be a lot of work for them to come and destroy us dismantle us so if we all work we're working together but individually so we don't have to own a community as such but we do have to own our stuff why do we not have black music schools why do we not have um black publishing houses which are out there i own a black publishing house guys just saying (laughs) but why do we not have um black photography schools black fashion schools these things which we know we are interested in why do we not have a platform for black independent artists musicians um and singers why don't we have these things we don't need to have we don't need to be based in america for those of you here in the uk or wherever you do not have to be based here in the uk if you're in one of the caribbean countries you just need to say do you know what this is what i want for my community i want for my children and my young people to have this when they're growing up so they can come through see what it is and then they will start progressing representation i'd say for me fortunately growing up in jamaica i had the teachers the doctors everybody around was black well not everyone but enough enough to show that you know what you can achieve what i didn't have was a family member who had published so when my uncle told me at the age of 11 that I should go and write a book I didn't know where to start because I didn't have anyone as much as I love books and I used to buy books and stuff I didn't know how all of that worked because at that time I wasn't thinking like that I got older it didn't happen till I was 25 so wait my book was like five years old the day before your book came out (laughs) look at that (laughs) look at that 
but you know it's just like little things it didn't come out till I was 25 and it's just like wow so that is you know that's I'd say that's it from like for me like representation it was there but I understand it for kids that don't have that representation they don't have anyone around them who are just like yo can I and all of that so we've got our three things that we need to do and I want you guys to actually drop me a message and tell me how you yourself would resolve the pandemic within within you so we've got education so putting yourself first um we've got dealing with internal battles and then the third thing was coming into yourself to find your niche those three things i want you not to tell me how else you can do it i feel like i'm gonna have to break down these points separately in different episodes because they themselves are big i need to go back to that self-sabotage episode as well and the episode before that where we're talking about self-love and undoing to redo just because there are so many other things that we need to touch on i need to go through and get you guys thinking this is the start of you dealing with your pandemic yourself because you're listening to this and i appreciate you for that so lastly the wonderful lethal is gonna let you know why she is called lethal and she's gonna do a piece for you guys and you can thank me later you can all thank me later i got you queen (laughs) this one's called don't test africa are you not ready (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry i just i I wanted them to wanted it sinking i want to shut up (laughs) (laughs) i got you it's called don't test africa have you checked in with yourself lately no have you called your mother no when was the last time you I've been too busy chasing dreams to even bother focusing on cluttering chaos that shapeshifts in different spaces that holds no more room for me to even fit in. These tight, closed, narrow spaces that used to be sanctuaries, my security was never questioned, but my insecurities had all the answers, formed limited beliefs and understandings, different shades of me, photos of my memories plastered along these walls, reminiscing, repeating relinquishing the power some of these moments in time had over me. Making everything come to a standstill, this house wasn't built with a strong foundation since sand can only withstand time. My temple has been robbed of its messages that was meant for my descendants to not fall for the tale of the Tomb Raider and assume that they were a savior. Don't be fooled by their white complex. They only think by saving and advocating for causes not of their own that washes away blood and bones of their previous killers and questionables on thrones. They become richness of our world that was taken away. Bittersweet history has a lot of people bitter. When taken down the truth, since we come with so much flavor, it is only an honor that your interference came with a waiver This is like a forbidden love story that was meant to be untold, sold, and packaged to where my home doesn't feel like we even had it. Traveling nomads can't retrace our steps, but can tell you my stories of my travels. Been mistaken for having bad habits with money, time, and power in our final hours. 
who do we turn to when we are locked outside of what we consider home? Can't check in, makes the wanderer feel more alone. My heart isn't in the land of the stolen where cowards who wrote it became hypocrites of taking greatness from their land, rerouted our GPS to have us fixated on their devious plan. My home is my sanctuary not on some desolate land you filled with bodies of ancestors that we walk over every day without even noticing the sacred burials but get upset when nature reminds us that we have traveled so far and have yet to leave our marks so it finds permanent solutions to solve temporary problems we used to work so well with each other now it seems we are at war Unlisted recruited soldier thrown away like a rag doll because of their life isn't valuable enough to keep. So we train them as if they are fighting for a just cause, leaving them with trauma that we have caused and can never treat them. My love, I'm sorry, but please continue to move to your own beat. Leave the streets. Stop this real life action form of mortal combat you don't need to finish everyone you don't like that you come to meet let them be forgive yourself don't roam these streets find purpose in who you are that is where your check-in is complete welcome home my gosh i went on too many journeys but whew. All of you who are listening, give her a round of applause now. Yes, I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Oh, man. Thank you so much, Queen. I appreciate you. I really, really appreciate you. You've shared space with me. And to share space with... It's it's a big thing. It's not everybody you get to share space with. Because some people just... That's a whole other... Whole other whole lot of something so we ain't even going there we are going to just say this is it thank you for joining us today queen well done on the book huge well done on the book i mean first baby and everything oh yeah first child i can't wait for my copy to come through then i'm gonna be flexing on my gram with that just so everyone can see it so look out for it. Um, all right, where can the people find you? Most definitely, you guys can find me on Instagram at Lethal Poet. All the E's are three. You guys can follow me on YouTube. I do have a website, y'all, lethalpoet.net. Um, and I believe that's, I mean, I don't really use Twitter. Twitter is, is just too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. Thank you so much, my darling. Enjoy the rest of your day. Seeing as you do have a rest of a day to enjoy, it's almost evening sleep time. So (sighs) the joys of time difference, but the joys of connectivity and lockdown in a sad way. (laughs) All right, and my love, thank you so much. And. So a big thank you once again to Lethal for joining us this week. Man, they say good people are hard to find. Huh. I appreciate it. Don't forget, don't forget 
to get yourself a copy of her book lethal's information is in the episode notes as usual i've got you guys remember i've got you so yes her details are there her instagram her website her youtube channel buy the book buy the book um i appreciate each and every one of you for coming out i say coming out so you need to leave your house you know um for tuning in once again i really do appreciate that and for next week's episode drop me some questions i want to do a q a for you guys because next week is week 12 so drop me some questions i'm happy to answer them as long as it is nothing too obscure (laughs) i don't know why i did that but yeah that's it man that is it have yourselves a wonderful week remember you are powerful you are wise and you are exceptional